up my brews welcome back to another episode of alex eats and speaks <laughs> alex eats and speaks speaks happy hour it's your boy alex eats and speaks let's get some brews some tunes toast of the weekend and let's go Welcome back, Bruce. We freaking did it. It's Friday. We're cheersing to the week past. Get out of here. Don't 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 come back here. You're you're done. We're gonna jump in right away to the the beer of the episode just because I pulled it out of the fridge. I think a little longer than I should have. It's starting to sweat and give me dirty looks. So let's get to it. Today's beer. We are sipping on River Buddy. It's a pale ale from Kern River Brewing, and uh, that's in Kernville, California. So. Isabella Lake region, kind of like a little south of Sequoia National Park. So it's not too far away from me if I probably get there before they close. But anyway, so yeah, this is a this is a pretty, pretty, pretty dope looking beer. And uh, it's a pale ale. I love a good pale ale. You know, I usually grab some IPAs, but let's see. We got Sintra. Citra. What am I doing? Citra, Simcoe, and Eureka hops combined with Clean, crisp Sierra Mountain water. So yeah, I'm excited for this. It's clocking in at 5.6% ABV, which is uh, respectable for a pale ale, I'd say. Let's go ahead and uh, give this a little sniff test. Oh yeah. Oh, that smells like it should. That's that's right. Oh, that's good. Ooh yeah. Let's get it going. Let's let's kick this thing off. Let's get in the vibe, the mood. Let's do some tea leaf green if it wasn't for the money.
If it wasn't for the money, man, what would I be? What would I be doing? What What would the world be if like nobody had to make money? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, what would I be doing? What would you be doing? I think I'd be. I don't know. I mean, the the goal and the dream is to always live off grid, far away from civilization. But like, if money didn't matter, like money always has to matter. It's just currency, right? Like, there's always a form of currency. Anyway, man, this this uh, this pale ale. I'll tell you what, they're not lying. We we are, we're buddies. Yeah, this is. Uh, I feel like I did it a little bit of a disservice leaving it out to 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 sweat to to get. I wanted it at that like. That crisp. I mean, if this were crisp, this is a knockout. And I'm not going to hold my issues, my tardiness uh, against it. Yeah, I don't know. I got a soft spot for rivers. You know, we got the Kern River, which is like a deadly river. People die in there all the time. Rest in peace. Big ups. But, um, And that's good. I'm going to go ahead. I am going to give this. I know we've been kind of been in the nines. I'm going to go ahead. It's it's a great beer. I'm going to go ahead and do 8.7. 8.7 out of 10. I feel like everything's there. You know, that's not a bad rating. I feel like that's a great rating. That's, that's great. Cheers. This is something. This is something that uh, I've thought about. And it happened to me uh, the other the other month. We were down in San Diego, and we went to a bar. It wasn't like necessarily a, a divey bar, but you know there were two younger dudes running it, and uh, you know we go there after we see a show, a concert, and uh, you know we have a few beers. And the bartender comes up. He's like, "Hey, this one's on me." Just just uh, you know gives me a beer, and I'm like, "Oh, thanks." You know that's referred to often as a buyback. You know, so it's kind of like not an unwritten rule. I mean, it's not, you don't want to say unwritten rule because it makes it seem like people who don't follow it are like not following the unwritten rules. It's just, it's a nice thing to do. So, you know, the buyback, you know, you're buying, you know, every, every fourth beer, every third beer, something like that. Hey, this one's on me. This one's on the house, which is like used to happen all the time in Chicago. It might be like the culture of drinking, like. You know, there's more divey-ish bars, more neighborhood bars. There's more of a, you know, you go to the same place type feel, so maybe it comes from that. But out in, like, California, Long Beach, Los Angeles, anywhere I've gone, I've never experienced it. And I have to be honest, San Diego was probably the last place I would have expected to uh, to, to have a buyback experience. But I, I've often wondered, and I, I've discussed this with people before, like, it's just weird. Like, but it's not weird. You get what you pay for. I'm not saying they should hand out free beers, but, you know, it's like a nice nod. You know, it's it's a nice, uh, hey, I see, uh, I, see, I see what you're doing. This one's on me. There was an old guy. This was a... This was a neighborhood bar in Edgewater, uh, Chicago. So uh, me and uh, my buddy Soup, we, we we lived up in that area. So we used to always go. It's called uh, the Bubble. And uh, me me and my buddy Patrick used to always go there as well. There was an old man that worked there, and we'd be like watching football or you know whatever during the day. And we'd go we'd go there maybe for a nightcap. This old man, I mean, he must he must have been. I think he's probably a little more aged than he was. But we'd go in, bring over some beers. 
Sunday night beers, boys. These these are on these are on me. These are on the house. <laughs> it's always so funny. But like that kind of stuff happened. But you know, you don't you don't see it uh you don't see it around here uh too much. So that was cool. It was a cool, cool, cool moment, cool moment in time. And uh yeah, I just wanted to wanted to point that out. So keep an eye out, guys. If you get a buyback, it's a good thing. Let's uh let's 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 jam out. I'm feeling like a like a like a more of a music more of a music vibe here. Let's uh let's go hit the Dr. Dog well again. Let's uh let's do Nelly. Dr. Dog Nelly.
Dr. Dog, always a, uh, always a good time. That, uh, speaking of good time, that uh, the UFO hearing happened. So it happened last week, last Tuesday. I was up, so it was uh, 7 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. So I was up watching it. It was interesting. It was, it was a good watch. I, I think, I don't know. I mean, I think the coolest aspect of it is that like why like why like why is the government talking about this like it's not just this weird thing that is like just kind of swept under the rug but i mean it's still i my takeaways and it was 7 a.m and i haven't really revisited it much but i think congress is just they care about it because uh, like i feel like they're like spending money on things they don't know about and also i think they probably want like the technology so I think it's like private companies that are reverse engineering these like uh, recovered spacecrafts. And I think from from what I read, so I think these private companies or, or parts of the government that are like shadow parts, you know, so like say they go, hey, Congress, we need five billion to build this, you know, this aircraft, this fighter, this war jet. And they, you know, but it really costs three billion. So what they're doing is they're putting the three billion to that, pocketing two billion and putting it towards the uh, like reverse engineering technology or the research. So I think that's why Congress is um, like interested in it. But there were some cool things. Yeah. Essentially they, you know, they're saying, or this whistleblower, this snitch, <laughs> I mean, whistleblowers are cool. Like I like the idea of like somebody not being scared to come forward, but also I just can't get past the mentality. That's like, man, you're a snitch. Like you can't like you probably at some point were like, I'll never do this and told someone. And now here you are in front of Congress willingly. Anyway, so so basically, yeah, this guy, this uh, these three people confirmed that, you know, they they have worked with recovered UAPs. And he, and he also goes on and, and pretty much confirms that we've recovered, uh, you know, organisms or, you know, stuff that's not uh, what do they call it? Biologics that aren't of uh of human non-human nhi so yeah it's pretty crazy but but again it's like the people that believe in this stuff are still just believing in it just with this info and the people that don't care still don't care you know so it's interesting for sure but uh here i'm looking why, why was aoc there why why is she why is she poking her poking her nose around what is she doing around get her out of there but yeah, pretty crazy stuff. Pretty uh, pretty weird. And then if you go like uh, if you go on like a deep like a deep dive, they're uh, if you go into like these like like alien and UFO forums, they're basically saying that basically that we've been in contact, or our government or the higher ups have been in contact with uh, extraterrestrials, aliens, and um, NHI beings, as we now call them, but that there's a timeline for them to uh, come down and like integrate with us. And the reason for this like rushed hearing and everything is because they've went ahead and, you know, gave us their timeline and it's sooner than we think. Now this is like, you know, kind of teetering the, uh, the conspiracy aspect of it all. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. Who would have thought, you know, I'm into that stuff, but yeah, who would have thought that it would be just like on the news and everything and and all of that? So pretty, pretty nuts. Let's uh, let's let's kick into another jam. Let's do uh, let's do a song, "The Underdog" by Spoon.
Picture yourself in a living room Your pipe and slippers set out for you I know you think that it ain't too far But I I hear a call of a lifetime ring Felt the need to get up for it Oh, you cut out the middle man Get free from the middle man You got no time for the messenger Got no regard for the thing that you don't understand You got no fear of the underdog That's why you will not survive When I forget how convention fits mm, But can I get out from under it? Can I cut it out of me? Oh, it can't all be wedding cake It can't all be boiled away I try but I can't let go of it Can't let go of it uh -huh. Cause you don't talk to the water boy so much you could learn but you don't wanna know you will not back up an inch ever that's why you will not survive Yeah, dude. Yeah, so uh, let's 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 get let's get to this. I have some thoughts on this uh, this next segment. We're gonna call ranting with Rick. Yeah, that's that's my that's my alias when I rant. I turn into Rick. Um. All right. So so here's the deal. We we all. It's another grocery store rant or another grocery store story. But uh, you might think is is all this guy does is go to the grocery store. But it, it's true. If you know me. I go to the grocery store. I don't like bulk shop. I go like every day or like every day, not every day, but if I'm cooking, like I'm going to the store, like I'm going to need something to buy. I don't like go and get like chicken and beef and carrots. I'll like 
you know, go and get what I need for that, that meal. And then, you know, that'll be it until the next time. So regardless, like the state of grocery stores and more specifically, okay, I'll, I'll narrow it down here. Although there's, there's a couple different things going on here, but the deli counter, what is going on with the deli counter? It never used to be that bad. And I've never had a problem. It's always been delightful, always speedy. I feel like for the past couple of years, every time I go to the deli counter, and don't blame this on COVID now. It was probably before COVID, but every time I go there, it's so slow. It takes like 20 minutes to even be seen. At this local place I go to, they don't even have half the meat. Every time I'm like, can I just get the turkey, like the most basic turkey that's, you know, right there. Let me let me go in the back. They go in the back. They come out. They look at it. They go in the back. And I get it. It's not like probably not an enjoyable job. It's probably not paying well. But like, come on. I mean, every time, if you have a bad day, uh, you know... Uh, I get it, but if every day is your bad day, then we we gotta we gotta do something. We we gotta we gotta figure it out because the state of the deli counter in America is is heavily on decline. And I'd even be willing to bet it's never coming back. I mean, I, I've I've hung in there long enough to see some change, and uh, I'm not seeing it. And, and you know, there was a there was a time a couple months ago they hired this this young lad. He didn't have a great attitude. Always had a, had his uh, AirPods in. You know, I'd order something. Wouldn't even ask me if that's all. He'd just throw it on the on the table. All right, thanks. That's why I was like, you know, we, as a community, we should be able to vote on, like, who who they hire. Like, we should all have a say. We should all have a say in the hiring process. Is that is that crazy? You know, I want it to be an enjoyable experience. I don't want uh, the butchers. The butcher's super cool. He's like, hey, what do you want? He talks about meat. It's great. I don't know why the delis are on decline. And, uh, okay, like, I got nothing against ageism and I'm, and I'm not saying that people that are that are older don't deserve any all the opportunities younger people do but there's this older guy at the deli like just i mean slower than molasses and, and you know i'm i never say anything i'm always super patient but it's just like i don't know so like you know you'll give it you'll give him your order he'll like walk around come i forgot that what was that and i'll walk around yeah I forget what, how much, how much did you want? How much? It's like, so he comes back to like verify everything and, and it's great, but man, just, um, the other day I got some meat, different place. Uh, the lady had such an attitude. I just dropped the turkey in the grab and go, does that make me a maniac? I didn't want to eat some turkey that had bad vibes on it. I'm real particular. You're just gonna come and throw stuff around. But anyway, yeah, the deli counter, it's, uh, it's a sad state of affairs and uh, grocery stores as a whole, like they just never recovered from like being in the spotlight of COVID. Cause like for a while there, that's all it was, you know, grocery store was like so important. And you know, I think they floundered. What happened with lines? Like lines checking out used to never be weird until COVID. And now they're just like, they've never gone back to normal. I was at the store the other day. There were two lines. So there, there, there were two lines right beside each other, pretty much at the same level. Like, you know, somebody was had their stuff packed, you know, packed to the brim, packed to the brim. This guy's standing in between both of them. And I was looking to check out, but he's standing in the middle of them. And uh, and so I went up to him just to be polite. I was like, hey, you know, which line are you going to? And he was like, now, nah, whichever one moves faster. Okay, cool. And I just went to the one 
that I picked. So it's like things like that. Like, do, do you think that's how it works? Do you think you just like stand somewhere in the store and judge which line moves faster? Like, no, that's never how it worked. That's not how lines work. So yeah, I mean, just like, uh, just crazy stuff like that. I think, uh, the state of grocery stores, maybe I should be a grocery store manager, regional manager, countrywide manager, bring it really Back to the forefront, make grocery stores great again, if you know what I'm saying. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Let's go ahead and listen to some uh, Providence by Cheerleader. Providence, Cheerleader. Oh yeah, man, this uh this river buddy is is going strong. Loving it. Man, I miss I miss a river. Good old river just float on down. 
get a cooler and just uh, just go for it. But um, man, it's so hot in like in Los Angeles. So this is uh, what is it? End of July. It's just like it is just so so hot. I mean, I guess it's hot everywhere, but. You know, I guess I'd rather have it just be like cooking in an oven than humid. I can't do the humidity. That's that's where that's where I gotta draw the line. Can't uh, can't be dealing with that. It's too much, too much stuff. I remember the humidity. It's like you can't even get out of your car to go to the house without feeling like you're drenched. Should be fall soon. Football season. Football season's coming up. I mean, think about it. training camp already started. I mean, they they kind of stagger on when teams start. But uh, Eagles started last week. So, like, that's that's kind of like, I don't know. You know, as I got older, that's kind of what I marked the season opening for me. Because, yeah, I mean, from training camp, you know, you're right into preseason. Well, not right in. Well, I think you are. I don't know. I'd have to look. They, they kind of vary the practices and stuff. But basically from training camp, you're going right into preseason. And then from preseason, you got, like, what? After the, the game, you got two weeks. And it's, and it's the season. It's coming up. Summer's uh summer's slowly bowing out and falls falls coming in so that'll be great yeah the Eagles they uh they're bringing back their Kelly Green jerseys so this would be a throwback to like the '90s era when they wore those and uh, they were supposed to release them on Monday I just laughed I looked at this when we were listening to that song they yeah they were supposed to release them Monday it was like yeah we're gonna release Monday and someone leaked them today so they like you know. Everyone goes crazy. They leak them. And then the, the Philadelphia Eagles page I saw just now was like, they're back. So, you know, they weren't going to wait till Monday. They were, let's just do it. Today's the day. So that'll be cool. I should get one of those, one of the the throwbacks. But, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be great. They play in Los Angeles this year. And I was going to try and go to a game, but, like, the nosebleeds. Like, seats I wouldn't even want to leave my house for are like $400 without fees, you know, the $50 fee. So I'm like, yeah, good off that. Good off of uh going in there and paying $20 for a beer, fighting to get in, fight to leave. The best seats, uh, the best seats, uh, the couch, couch and TV. So I don't know. We'll see. It should be a good season. I'm looking forward to it. But, uh, but yeah, guys, we're probably gonna, probably gonna hop out of here. Got, uh, got some plans. So it was a little bit of a short one. Maybe not. Once, yeah. Maybe not short. But uh, let's bid adieu until we meet again. Let's let's see ourselves off here. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Be kind. Be smart. Treat people right. Let's do dogs in a pile all the same. Until next time. Cheers. Sometimes the way it goes is crazy. And the way it ends is strange Some people seem to have it easy But we can't see into their pain It's hard to keep yourself so cheery When you get caught up in the rain I'm gonna love you All the same Sometimes the way it stops is hazy When it started pretty plain I sometimes wish you'd take it easy Sometimes you'd wish I'd do the same You ought to know it's not for nothing 
Caught up in the 